It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Wow, hold on, y'all been, you shook your head. Listen, y'all, been no, talking, no. y'all been talking about I, this after off, off air? No. What's going on with and this? And I'll tell you, I'm not alone in that thinking. I'm just, I, what I'm doing is I'm calculating right, this into is... this into this thinking okay. what the Bengals are and what they have done historically. No, they paid Carson Palmer. They did. They paid Carson Palmer. What happened? He stayed and then left. No, he didn't. He, left. Almost immediately, he wasn't happy and he wanted out. And then do you remember, because Carson Palmer was independently wealthy, Carson Palmer pulled this trick. Fine. You're not going to trade me? I quit. He did sit down for two years. But here's the thing. And, I think and, and so Joe Burrow's from there, though. There was the one time the Bengals, like, one year they drafted Dan Wilkinson number one out of Ohio State. Yeah. Why? Well, because they knew they weren't going to have to pay him number one quarterback money. Yeah. Because there were quarterbacks in that draft that w- could have helped their team. But instead, they went with Dan. They notoriously take the cheap way out. And guys, this is going to be the new standard in the league. His contract will be the richest, probably most guaranteed contract, maybe even more guaranteed dollars than Watson. And what, what the reason I just say that it's not a mix, if I was to tell you, take any player out of the discussion, if I was to tell you that three years from now, there will be a new team that breaks the record for the all-time richest contract in the NFL, rank them 1-32 to 32 who those teams are most likely to be, number 32 would be the Bengals. That's their history. Well, here's, here's the thing. Joe Burrow is from there, damn near. He's from like He's Athens. from Southern Ohio. Yes, he, yeah. it's, he's, it's almost like his story is too big. He's lovable. If Joe, There's nothing wrong with him. If Joe Burrow... Except for his price tag. If Joe Burrow... If they did not pay him, I don't know how the Bengals, as an organization, come back from that. They have to almost sell. It's a it's a bold take, but that's my prediction. I just think they'll franchise him for the two years, and then he'll hit the open market because she's right. His agent is very, very smart. And I think Joe would take a home down discount, but I think the kind of numbers that we're talking about with Joe Burrow, I just think they're going to be numbers that we haven't seen before. Well, no, Am I off on any of this, Jay? I, I don't think he's going to surpass Mahomes, and maybe I'm wrong. Wow. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right in the now, minority on that. Right now, you can take Mahomes or Burrow. Mahomes. Mahomes. Even with the advanced, a- advanced age. He's older, right? No, I take he's Mahomes. He's one year older. It's, older. it's Mahomes and then it's everybody else. Hey, Mahomes, I was going to ask Aditi, to me, uh, Mahomes has reasserted himself. He, he hasn't really gone anywhere. He's just no. saying. He's just really told There were you. people that when Hill laughed yeah. wanted to kick dirt on him and say, oh, they're done. Their no. offense is trash no. now. No, he's, no. He's, the, he's the. But I think Joe Burrow is, I, I just think, I think they, they're different quarterbacks. They do yeah. different things. But to me, I think they're one and one AAA. Like, I just think there's a sliver that, is between them right now. Now, now, as far as breaking the bank, I do think he'll get the richest contract ever. 
I don't know how the Cincinnati Bengals pay it. Um, I don't know. I think their owners only do that. I don't know if they got any other businesses anywhere. I think they just do football. It's hard for you just doing football. <laughs> the Browns remind me of the Dolans. I, they just do. They're not independently the wealthy Bengals? outside. You said Browns. Uh, yeah. Bengals. The Brown family. Yeah, okay. Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Got, got the you. Brown, sorry. The, yeah, yeah, I got the you. Brown family. Yeah. Um, they have operated the Bengals much the way the Guardians are operated by the Dolans. They don't have this Steinbrenner slush fund that they just reach into and say, here's $300 million. Yeah. yeah. The money that they spend on players is money that they're generating from that season's revenue. Yeah. Like, they, they just don't have these coffers like some owners do. The difference to me is in baseball, the television contracts are terrible, and they rely right. on the local TV market deal, and the Guardians don't have a great deal. Exactly. Whereas the NFL and You're NBA right. are printing money. The profit money. sharing is There's much. There's no reason for NFL teams to skimp as much as they do. Because it, and the NBA is the same way, which I want to get to that it's later on in the Cavs. I was ready to jump through the screen yesterday on a couple times. Listen to you guys yesterday. Oh, oh that was great. We, we, we bring that back. But, um, but there, to me, there's no reason in the NFL, every team is printing money because yeah. of the TV deals and everything else. The Bengals can afford to pay them. They should. I think they can afford to pay them. It's just going to cut into their profit. That's it. And yeah. I don't know that they're prepared to do that because to your point, that's their source of income. Hey, yeah. I don't know if they that, could pay. I don't know if they could pay Jamar Chase though. <laughs> well, Jamar no. Chase is he don't. Jamar Chase don't look like a Cincinnati no, boy to me. The good news for the Browns is that triumvirate is not staying together. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it defies that's, that's all fair. economic models in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. It's just not. Yeah. So I mean, the good news for the Browns is at some point, one by one, these talented players are going to be siphoned off. Yeah. Whether or not now that means that if you have Joe Burrow. You have receivers like Anthony Schwartz. And you have receivers like, you know, fill in the blank, D-list D receivers. I think because of, you, that's what you can afford. I don't, you, I'm not sure Anthony Schwartz is an NFL receiver, but I think DPJ, no, DPJ is probably yeah. a more apt. That's, that's who he's going to be throwing to yeah. when yeah. these guys phase out of their rookie And right now, deals. Burrow is Burrow because he's throwing to, in my view, the best receiver in the league. I mean, he made a couple plays Sunday. He just threw that it was, up and that was, that was, that was, said, go get it. Go and get it, big fella. He, the and guy's he did. incredible. Yep. He is absolutely incredible. Mikey, what do you got? A couple things. One word answer from each of you on this. Yeah. More likely that Burrow breaks Watson's guaranteed money record or Mahomes' total overall contract record? Both. Both? Both. G? I am told the numbers are going to make everybody's head spin. I, okay. I, 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 I actually think he's – I think he's going to get – he might get both. He might get both. Jason? What's Mahomes' 450? 500. It was 500? 10 for 5. Or 500. I'll say – uh, Watson. Okay. A couple things real quick before we get into top five and we transition. Uh, we got a Bet Jack read. So we're going to put Bet Jack up and remind you guys that Bet Jack is officially the gambling sponsor of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It is now live in Ohio for all your gambling needs. Head over to Bet Jack. It's the right place to go. I had some it's buddies. the best one. And the sports, yeah, have you been there yet? It's on my list, but I had people go this weekend tell me it was an awesome experience. You Same. gotta go to Bet Jack. Gotta I had friends that went and they frequent Vegas regularly mm -hmm. and they said they were prepared to go there and be let down, but they wanted to be at a sports book for conference for Champions uh, weekend. They said that it absolutely blew them away. Wow. That the feel was big time Vegas casino feel. The action was great. The mood was great. It was a great place to watch football games and make your wagers in a, in a book. You, you ever you ever want to go somewhere where you feel the tension in the room? 
Go to go, a sports, go to a sports book in <laughs> yeah, conference championship. Yeah, especially I mean, the last two minutes. Oh, they'd be living and dying. It'd be people oh, in there living and dying. God. I went to Vegas for the opening weekend of March Madness a couple of years ago. It was fascinating yeah, to watch people. That is the Caesars. best time to be in Vegas. Caesar Sportsbook. People sitting in there living and dying on every play. By themselves, solo, dolo. And I also went to, like, the sketch place across from the plasma (laughs) selling. I went to that casino. It it was just night. And I wish I remember the name of it. It's just a Jerry's Nugget, I think, or something like that. And you got the guys in there betting 10-team parlays for five bucks trying to win 1,000. And it was just in there. just Yeah, different clientele. Different clientele. For sure. We got two more things before we get to our contentious top five here. All Just right. a reminder: <laughs> one week from tomorrow, it is our comedy special. I shot a promo with Polk that should be coming out later this week. Oh, I can't wait to see. This. I don't this know crazy. what he has planned in his head. It actually terrified me some of the stuff he asked me to do. So we're gonna see when that comes out. <laughs> I promise you, it'll be funny. It, Polk's involved. It'll probably be funny. Polk's also involved in this. So if Anthony and I aren't funny, you will at least get some laughs in that. And then lastly, just one more reminder, guys, that Friday is our viewers' choice show. DM me topics on Twitter. You got to follow me. Shoot me a DM. Have you got any yet? We got like 50 yesterday. Also, okay. shout out to Superfan Gabby who sent 10 different topics for us. I promise you, Gabby, we're not going to do all 10 of yours. We might do one. Might do one. Some of these are very, very outrageous. And, but uh, And shout out. You know what? That's and, a loose promise. I and, promise we might do one. Yeah, By the way, you missed <laughs> I, I promise we're not going to do all 10, but we might do one. G-Bush, we might do one. Hey, listen, Gabby, step your game up. We might get one in there. We ne- G. Bush never forgets the fans. I never, no matter where we are, we had a fan from India. Is that correct? A fan from India last yesterday hit us up for a super chat. What's the name of this fan? Oh yeah, this is this is very G. Thank you for bringing this up. Let me pull this up here real quick. We had uh, this is from Rahul Ganesh. This is a, probably the coolest super chat we ever got. Mm-hmm. He says, "Cheers, guys. Love from India. Cleveland sports fan. We started a community of Browns fans in Delhi." We are 20 of us hoping wow. to reach 200 by the end of 2023. That's wow. insane. So UCSS worldwide. Look, there's a billion potential viewers there, guys. A billion. Yeah. We, we, Raul is in charge of getting us over that 50,000 subscriber right. mark. That's like just Well, if he does, we'll do an Indian-themed show. We'll bring in Indian food. We'll, we'll let, we might even do a live shot with him live from India. It, yeah, you know what? We will get Rahul on the show if he can get we, us to a 500-person New Delhi. But they all have to subscribe. They all have to be subscribers. So okay. And we can show. have Aditi do all her takes in India, right? <laughs> you think she would do that? I think she might be open to that. She might be able to do that, right? Yeah. Right? All right. So you guys ready for a contentious top five now that we got that out the way? One and, question. One question that I wanted yes. to ask yesterday and I forgot. Have, are you going to do a practice set where you run through your material start to finish in front, of a, like in front of a focus group or friends or anything? So G got my closing joke last week. Yeah, yeah. but that's piecemealing it. I'm talking yeah, about because there's a flow that you'll have to get, timing, when yeah. you move on, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it, I recommend doing that. I, oh, I will. It, the first time we go on stage will not be the first time. Okay, good, um, good. I'm also working on some crowd work stuff because I know it's going to be a rowdy crowd, so you know we, we got it all covered. And J and G and Bull, if Bull's healthy by then, will all be involved a little bit too. I got to talk to you after the show about – your guys' involvement. Hopefully, you'll be introducers for the, the guests okay. if you guys are cool with that. That's so, whatever you need. With that being said, you guys ready for a contentious, yeah. potentially yeah. contentious top five? Potentially contentious. The top, top five. five is back. We brought it back to the Ultimate Five. This is based off what happened this weekend in the Cincinnati Kansas City game. The late hit on the quarterback, the demoralizing play yeah. from Joseph Asai. Right. It literally stabbed Bull in the heart, it drained his soul. That 
we know that's not why he's not here, but let's be honest. If the Bengals had won, it both might be a little it more incentivized It might have weakened his immune back. system. That might be why it, he's it getting all be. these other, you know, things. He so was that got me wrong. thinking. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. are the most demoralizing penalties for an NFL fan mm. to endure throughout a game? I came up with 11. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Yeah. I'm going to give you my honorable Now, were these first. specific penalties? No, this is situational. See, I misread it. Specific I thought, and situational. Yeah, I thought you That's were what talking. I thought. I thought, like, historical Historically, plays in like, games. I mean, nah. I, that, that would have been a much, much, much better. So, well, we, can do that. <clears throat> we can do that at some point. Number five, holding. Oh. But no, but it, it's specific. It's specific. So, these are, these are the honorable mentions. <laughs> I Listen, I went over. G. Bush was here yesterday. G. Bush yeah. had no qualms about right. this yesterday. I did all this research. I've got the most demoralizing penalty that I could think of in my lifetime. Well, we know what yours is going to be. You do? It's going to be the Browns in 2002. The helmet Wrong. toss. Wrong. Okay, well, no. then we'll get to it. But here's the honorable mention of penalties that will just kill a fan. Honorable mentions. Illegal touching on a receiver to negate a touchdown. When he puts half a, half a heel on the back line, steps back in, you think he got six, and the ref then shows the slow-mo, and just that one cleat hits the white, no that, good. That, that hurts. Cause, it it, it, it kind of hurts. It, it was a play like this um, where the guy came back in and touched the ball with inside the 10-yard no, Bra- line. No, the Browns lost a – reception this year on either third yep. or fourth down because Mari the, Cooper uh, I think it yep. might have been Cooper or yep. DPJ went out of bounds and then came back in it was came the first in. to touch it that yep. one hurts yeah, that hurts it sucks number two on demoralizing honorable mentions a delay of game in a crucial third or fourth down situation those, when it started hurt. to and you see the play clock running down and you're yelling at your TV snap the damn ball snap the ball snap the ball and the quarterback's looking around all frantically the yeah. coach is running down Andy Reid's Josh Johnson down. took three of those in seven snaps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And that's what I'm saying. Okay, Steve Young, are you in the building? Yeah. Okay, next one on the honorable mentions. When a defensive tackle, or specifically a defensive tackle, who you bring in solely to stop a QB sneak, jumps off sides on an obvious fourth and one when you know the hard yeah. count's coming. What is the call for that? Statue, we used to call it statue defense. No one moves. Man, but there's other, there's other terms the, that the, other the, teams the, use. It, it's like we, we, we used to call it like uh, – Don't be an idiot. We, there was there, – one of the terms for it was something like that. Yeah. Something like, you we, know, well, we dumbass defense yeah. or we something. Used to call it, we used to call it Peter. <laughs> Peter. Like, why is – I don't know why it's Peter. Like, they're like, look, but just don't – well, I know why, but I can't say why. Just hold <laughs> – yeah, just, no. just just hold everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Just be cool. <laughs> Don't but, move. But but that is that is the moral life, especially yeah, when you is. know what it is. Like, come yeah. on, stop. Okay, next, when you have a great punt return, and someone on the opposite side of the field touches someone in the back, they flop, and it's a legal block in the back that negates a thirty-five yard oh, punt. Return. Yeah, that, that one hurts. Hurt. Like you can't. Like I always ask myself, like, bro, you're away from the ball. I know. You feel like the coach gonna bring this up in film and say you was hustling, and look at this, look at this block over here. You guys need to all be no. You cost your team 15 more yards, and you're and where's Waldo? I hate those plays. Tough. No. Okay, we got two more honorable mentions. (laughs) I told you there were so many demoralizing penalties. Okay, I'll do these ones quick. 
Uh, when there's an illegal man downfield on a great screen pass, that one sucks. And then there's when there's a flag on a play when the other team scores, and you're like, oh, good, it's coming back, and they pick up the flag. So the fake flag is that. That right. might be number one. I ain't thinking about that. The yeah, when they all get together and talk, one <laughs> official saw it, but the other ones didn't. Now it's not a penalty. There's yeah. no. Uh, that was an inadvertent whistle and flag on that play. No, that's two things. You cheated me. That's yeah. cheating. If one ref sees something, grabs the flag, and throws it. There's no mulligan on that. Yeah, like, That's a flag. Call like, something. I don't care what you call yeah, it. Yeah, you call saw something. something. Don't let someone talk you yeah, out of what your you boy, saw. Your boy said you didn't really see that dog, did you? Yeah, you, hey, you know we you took the under on Are you guys ready for the, the actual five now? Yes. yes. The five most don't, 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 You're right. This is suffer. very contentious right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Number five. A specific kind of unnecessary roughness, especially one where Damn, the defense. hit with no helmet. He's dead. Yeah, it's a great picture. When the defense does something he's no first, with us. that's Teddy Bridgewater, by the way. Do you remember that play? Uh, it is Teddy Bridgewater. That is Teddy B. He's had but a. This is the penalty when either side, the opponent does something first, and they throw the flag, and the offensive lineman comes it's like always 25 the yards downfield yeah. to negate the play. It offsets and then just yeah. moves to the down. And no matter what happened, usually your quarterback gets hurt, someone gets injured. You're like, okay, at least there's a first down on this. Yeah. But no, Bozo. Johnny Jones or whatever runs down, tackles him, and it offsets. No yeah. gain, no foul, I, offsetting penalties. Oh, that, that hurts. That hurt. The offsetting penalties hurts. Yeah, I know it does. Like, oh, and you lost your quarterback? Yeah, that guy's dead. Especially when it's third and long, <sighs> and now you're giving them another chance. Oh. You know, they didn't get it. Now they've got another and chance. Especially, and it's always the Chiefs. Like, good God, the Chiefs got another chance. Yeah, you're going to give them five downs? Good, yeah, I, yeah, that's we a, haven't even talked about the play where the ref oh, came in and blew the whistle. Oh, Lord. they get another. Which, by of, the way, I know nobody liked it, but everybody was screaming about that call. It was the right call. play. It was they, the right call. They made the right, the right call. call. The yeah. clock was wrong. This, the referee blew the whistle before the ball was snapped, and he's going like this. Now, nobody heard it, yeah. and everybody didn't like the play, and everybody thought, oh, the, the refs are against the Bengals. No, that that was the right play. Yeah. Okay, before we get to number four, Superfan Gabby just DM'd another one in and said the first one was, here's all my questions. So it was only nine questions, 10 DMs. So my bad, Superfan Gabby. Okay. We'll get at least one of the nine in potentially, maybe. <laughs> right. Don't hold me to that. Number four. <laughs> this is the G. Bush special. Yeah. Anytime you rough the kicker. Yeah, that yeah, is for absolutely no reason. I'm going to steal G. Bush's that. line. Take it. Unless you play at Virginia Tech, don't go anywhere near the kicker. You're not blocking You're the not blocking that. You coach, stay the hell away. You're yeah. not blocking any of that. Like, it's fool's gold. I think they line up even shorter just so your little body can line up right up underneath the legs of the punter. Like, when you lay out there, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's about, he's about six it's foot. It's a trap. It's a trap face card. It's yep. a trap card face down. You're walking into a dark magician face down trap. <laughs> he put it down to take your life points away and he's going to be able to bring a, a, a guard one of his, his trolls from the graveyard and take your life points why are you by this man's legs so you're weird. not blocking that and punters have gotten so good at selling it <laughs> if you get within five yards when they look like they got shot in the back oh it's just they insane. practice the pose jason has right now you see that pose they're kickers <laughs> and they watch soccer oh, yep. they roll around and it's been around and you, and you hold their neck <laughs> And you know it's come out the next time with the neck brace. Oh, just and you see it. You see it as soon as it happens, and you see their little body roll around. You see that ref be like, he be he already has it in his hand. Like, yeah, I knew. And then they show the slow motion, and it's like he got nicked in the hip by a hand. (laughs) 
And he, but, but, but the aftermath looks like he got T-bone going 90. <laughs> he, he hit his plant. He hit his plant foot, Jay. Yeah, he can't so touch his plant foot. It's dangerous. That, that's a, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that one hurts. I thought that would have been higher. I got two in mind. That was one of yeah, them. I had yeah, that, I have that in mind, I, uh, too. Okay, before you take this next picture, sometimes Anthony does stuff that's just devious, and I don't know if he even intentionally deviously did this for the next one, but I'm glad Bull's not here for this picture. Okay, let me, draw, let me paint you a picture in your head. It's third and long. The Bengals are on offense. The Browns are on defense. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and you hold Hayden Hurst on third and 19 on a backside two-yard fake route. You can take it, Mike. Defensive holding to give an automatic first down. Oh. On the play. They throw out of bounds. I don't think Anthony did this oh. on purpose. I don't think he even knows what he did with this picture. He's glad Bull's not here, I'll tell you. Well, that's a famous but one, though. That's crazy. That's a famous one. But defensive holding on third and long on an incomplete pass that automatically gives. And, 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 and by the way, they need to, they need, if anything needs to be stripped of automatic first downness, it needs defensive to be holding. defensive holding. Yeah, it should be a five yard it, from the line. From the line. You I can, agree. You can either go for it or you can't. What do you want to do with it? But we're not going to give you the, if it's third and 17 and it's a five yard hold, you telling me. On a me nine yard on, route. On a yeah. nine, like, come on, man. Yeah, it's pu awfully punitive. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's, don't it's like terrible. It. Do you prefer the college pass interference penalty yes. or the NFL the spot of the foul? Give me the college. That that. Yeah. Do you understand how much gymnastics you got to go through in your mind to say that was an automatic touchdown? Yeah. Because that's what you're I giving know. them. Yeah, you are. If you calling a, if it's a spot foul, you saying he was gonna come down with that, he was gonna pivot, and this is gonna be seven. And some of those balls are a lot more catchable than others. I right? like the college one better, but I think you're gonna see guys grabbing a lot you will. more downfield yeah, if you yeah. move to yeah. that. On those they know 50 yard throws, 50, right. I'm gonna tackle my guy, and right. it's only gonna be a 15 yard I'd catch, and that's probably why. The NFL does yeah. it the way they would, do. Would you put a limit on it? Like, listen, if it's if it's past 15 yards, we'll give you a spot foul up to 50 yards. Uh, well, I mean, very few balls are thrown more than 50 yards downfield. It does happen, but rarely. Yeah, rarely. So very that's rarely. why I'm like, rare. Okay, I'll give you that. If you had 50 yards and you really went for a ball, maybe up you top, split the difference between the spot and the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So if it was if it was at 28 yards down the field, it's a 14 yard penalty. If it was 50 yards down the field, it's a 25-yard penalty. I'll, I'll take that, but this, like you got to think about it in the game. If somebody, if you hold somebody or you get caught up or tangled up with somebody at the goal line, that's the game. Well, that's actually my most punitive one. I was thinking running in the kicker and pass interference at the goal line. Yeah, are the two most. <laughs> well, the Ohio State-Miami play where the the late flag came in when Ohio State yeah. beat them for the 2001 or two, uh -huh. 2002. To so late, and you know, talk to any Miami fan to this day, they'll, they'll insist it was not pass interference. Yeah. It, it was something. It there was, was either holding or interference. Yeah. You know, you always see this. Well, you're not going to call that at the end of the game. Wait, I, I'm going through the rule book, and I don't <laughs> yeah. see where this is. That, that you can't call unless that. Unless there's 20 seconds left, and it's in the goal line, and you're down by yeah. five. Ask, 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 oh boy, ask the defensive tackle for Cincinnati how I feel about not calling something at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, Terry, Terry Porter was the Big 12 official who flew that through that flag. And he has never done a media interview to talk about it. No kidding. Yeah. Let's we get him on the Steve, Steve Becker, let's get him on. We were going to do a uh, – we were kicking around the idea of doing an oral history on the Ohio State-Miami game. Zach Meisel and I were going to yeah. do it. And I wanted to – I got his number. And I he refused to do well, it? Well, I didn't even reach out because we didn't get that far down the path. 
but he's been re- he's can been we take that idea and run with it here? We'll do a whole two hour show with them. We've been approached. He's been approached we'll multiple Maurice times. Claret on. Yeah, we'll he's have, never. You know. He's. I think he's retired now. That Miami. That Miami team it. was one of the best teams I've ever seen. That oh my is God. Yeah, that was unreal. That is the best. And for my money, the best college football game ever played. I one thousand percent agree with you. I've had that agreement that that argument with fans who aren't Ohio State fans. They call it a, a homer uh, argument. I'm like, no, no. I mean, now I will say the Texas. USC. National, USC. Yeah, the Texas USC is real yeah, close, close. To, for, to me. Ohio State was, and I'm not even an Ohio State fan. I'm not an Ohio State fan. You're not an Ohio State no. fan? I didn't know He's that. He's an Ohio no. State hater. I'm not well, a hater. I think he covered them for so long, you have to almost take the – Yeah. When I, you're covering something like that It just beats beat, the fan out of you. It jo- really jo- does. Georgia – Georgia Ohio State this year was a real. It was game. great, but both, game, it, both games were really. I, I think it's for a championship yeah, game. Both, both games. Texas this year. was that was such. Crazy. A but crazy Miami game. was on the field celebrating. They were, there were fireworks right. going right. off. You're right. And the officials said, "Come back. Come back. We have to keep going. This isn't over <laughs> you're yet." Absolutely for right. that reason alone, yeah. best we game got ever. two more penalties to get to. This really, we're really gripped by this. We're talking about. Yeah, no. well, but it, it led it led us back. I to thought it was football. a completely different topic. I was excited about what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you know, we'll do that tomorrow, Jay. <laughs> we'll do, we got we got a big guest tomorrow. Stepe's coming on, and so that's going to take a good chunk of the show. Okay, so good. we'll do that Thursday. We'll get that back awesome. to Thursday. Yeah, Stepe's going to be good. Is All right, number studio? two. No, he's he's doing oh, something tomorrow. It's virtual, unfortunately. But uh, I almost wish we could make it on a day where he could come in. Well, hopefully, he loves us tomorrow, and then we. Get him in studio before the next UFC heavyweight fight. Okay. But there is a heavyweight fight coming up, right. which is what makes him uh, relevant. This comes back to what oh we saw my. on Sunday. Oh uh, anytime my. you touch the quarterback, a late hit, unnecessary roughness, yeah. rough hitting the passer, it extends the drive. It always comes on a third and long. No. And usually in today's day and age, it's a soft-ass call. So This this yeah, one is hurts. bad. This one is the worst. Well, it's kind of – it's two of them that get on my nerves. The accidentally touched his helmet. Yeah, any sort of contact. Any yeah. helmet. Above the any, any contact to the head. Any, Even if any, it's a forearm glancing blow to the back of the helmet. Yeah. Then it's, and then the second one, you put all your weight on him. Yeah, what, you, am I supposed to just put 60% of my weight on I, him? I, I mean, this is... This is you I, just have parachutes in your back. That, you can't levitate? That, 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 is, that is an oxymoron. It does not exist. It's a, it's a fallacy. There is no way you can bring another man down without enforcing any sort of weight opposite the amount of weight he's forcing. So if I if he's 240 to get him down, I must put at least 245 pounds. It's all you got. That's all I got. <laughs> what, what, what do you think momentum is? And they're like, oh, no, that was weight. Uh, ba- G. Ba- Bush tackled a quarterback with 240 pounds instead of 200. There you 40 go. pounds overweight. First down. First down. What? It's just basically they trying to get rid of the, the hits that look bad. I know they're trying to get rid of the shoulder clavicle hits or whatever, but now I'm gonna be honest with y'all, man. It's a contact sport, man. So what you what you should be upset is, is the guys like Purdy. See now what we doing as defensive linemen when we come around and we reaching around, we don't want to put or leave our feet. We want to hit you right here in that elbow. Yeah. We want to hit you right in By that the wrist, way, and and that is killing people's elbows. He's That's Tommy a, John. Look, Did you see what 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 the outcome yeah. was? Tommy John completely torn UCL, which I've seen guys do that pitching a baseball. Yeah, mm-hmm. and never I've seen, saw it on a throw. I've, I've never seen, seen it. On I've a seen throw. it on a throw once. Grown man, real tears. Thought that his arm was going to fall off. Felt like his arm was going to fall. The bottom half of his arm, and and here Purdy went back in the game. And Threw did you guys see the passes. did you guys see the Screen Reggie pass. Bush? Did you see the Reggie Bush tweet? No. 
Reggie Bush tweeted, I, and fi- I, I thought it was someone hijacked his account. I'm looking for it. I, I didn't see this. I was literally aghast at what Reggie Bush, I hope you can find it, what Reggie Bush tweeted about him. Because then Reggie Bush was getting piled on by people that said, oh, you mean like you came back into the game after you took this hit? Because he was saying, I don't care how bad the injury is. I don't care how bad it was. This is a championship game. You get your ass in the game and you play. No. And I I didn't know it was a completely torn UCL. But when I saw it, I said, it's an elbow. It's Mm -hmm. probably the UCL. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was completely torn because he did throw the ball after that. Right. You can't begin to understand. I'm sure he was shot up heavily. Can't begin to understand how much pain is in your arm when you throw a baseball with either a torn rotator cuff, torn labrum, or torn UCL. Here it is. This I don't, I don't care if the quarterback has a damn injury. It's the NFC Championship. He better start throwing left effing handed. Then we don't have time for boo boos. Pat Mahomes was on one leg last week and now, still got the job now, done. Now all we know, come on, Reggie. Bad, I was just, I was bad job. This that. is the this is the danger in live tweeting. Before yeah, you yeah. All the check yourself, man. Yeah. Have an editor. Yeah. Like, you like, know, think about it. Josh Josh Johnson went out with a concussion. Is he supposed to come back? Yeah. Yet? What was he supposed to do? Like he's, there was a reply to that tweet that showed Reggie Bush getting absolutely. Can you show that one? So yeah, yeah, it was. I thought it was the best response to Reggie's tweet. It was basically, and I think the tweet got ratioed heavily. <laughs> but it, it got very very. Very heavily ratioed. Yeah, and it should have. Kudos to you, Jay, for knowing what ratio it is. Dude, I'm, I'm 57. I'm not 157. <laughs> well, I don't know what that is. Give it to me. <coughs> well, it's when you tweet something and it gets more pushback than likes. Ah, okay. More comments, more than, comments than likes. Retweets yeah, yeah, okay. For okay. people who are into And it things. was. It was yeah, pretty I see, heavily ratioed. I don't uh, for people that I, say, I think I only know that is because Skip once told me that 80% of his tweets are ratioed. Skip gets ratioed every time. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever agrees. With, listen, sometimes he's not wrong, but no one ever agrees with Skip. I'm, Even if they do, they will not publicly say that. You're I'm, afraid to. And we got the tweet, by the way. Okay. Uh, you can take it full. So this was the play. He says, did, did you not return to this game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and Reggie, and I'll, it's really not fun to laugh at because Reggie was, I think he was concussed. He gets up. Now he's going to go back down. Sleep. And yeah, I was just surprised that I, I hate it when there's, the, the players are part of a fraternity. They're, they're part of, whether you're a former player, you know, it doesn't mean you have to approve and, and co-sign everything that's said. But if you disagree with it, it's like it's like taking your dirty fa- laundry from your family and airing it. Keep that shit in-house. Yeah. We, we was in a chat. Somebody was like, we was in a like, man, somebody's a, somebody is weak because they uh, had a, a meniscus tear. And I was like, yeah, meniscus tears. I, yeah, I saw, I remember that. I was, was in like, our chat. It was in the chat. I said, nah, bro, you don't, you don't know how people differ. Some people have a meniscus tear. And you've be, had them? Yes, and be hooping. Some people yep. get a mis- meniscus tear, and they be surgery well, immediately. Well, if, if you get it locked, so I've had mine locked between my femur and my kneecap. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're not, you can't walk. You can't do nothing. Because it's pinched. It's literally, so there is a meniscus tear. Yeah. But part of that cartilage is trapped between bones. You're done, okay? You're not playing. And so that's why Skip Bayless always used to say, and this was so funny, he said, I wish there was a machine that we could hook up to a player and feel that pain. Yeah. Because every injury is different. And you know what? So Reggie Bush is watching that from his living room going, yeah, man, he got his elbow hit. Get back out there. We don't know what what he's feeling. And by the way, it ends up that half of his arm, the only thing holding it on was the skin. 
you know, do this right, and they do it. They, they do this, 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 this like test. If you do this, you keep your arm at a ninety degree, and and, and have somebody push it back. Yeah, th- like this. Do don't move. Much- don't move your shoulder. Yeah, it's just a pivot here. It's just a pivot here. Anything past this ninety degrees, and your shoulder is locked. All this in here feels so vulnerable. It feels like somebody it feels like somebody's like like really doing something creepy to you. Like, don't touch me. Well, imagine throwing anything as hard as you can, but as your arm is at the apex, you run into Indomitian Sue. You did. Mm-hmm. It's done. I'm sorry. That's zero to, you know, it's 100 to zero instantly. Yeah. You're done. And the ligament just isn't strong enough. It's not built to handle that kind of force. It's like seven pounds of pressure. And I now think. he's set back. He will not be ready for training camp next year. Yeah. So now the 49ers that I think they thought they may have found their guy. Trey Lance is going to start I mean, again. They they are, they, 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 you talk again. about being in quarterback purgatory. How sick yeah. you might be. You go from you go from Purdy being like, I may be able to get me a bag of money. I'm about to go to the Super Bowl to no, you're not getting into the Super Bowl and you have a, a debilitating injury where you're not going to be ready for training camp. Be late and, to camp. and now you're back. That's that hurts. It's, bro. it's just insane. That hurts. It is. It's that hurts. Insane. All right, we got last one real quick somehow, and then we got to get to Cavs, which I got to intro to see if we get there. The most demoralizing penalty, though, is when Nick Chubb runs for 75 yards and a receiver. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's getting coming is back. Is that Jerome Boger? Is yes. Jerome Boger. He, Dude, I don't know why, but when I see him, I get pit, I get bad feelings in my stomach like I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Holding. He said, he said. He, it's almost like when he does it against Cleveland, he's like. Holding. <laughs> Holding. He doesn't want to smile on his face. No, I that's, swear that's to God, he does against Cleveland. And I'm telling you, it only happens. There's very rarely a holding on a two-yard run. It's only on a play that is super beneficial to your team, and then it comes back. we got to get to the Cavs, though. All right. Uh, I will do the most actual, like, specific I've got, penalty. Save your list. Yeah, Save I don't even list. have a list. I just have, the, the like, the, the Browns. Couple. It was against the Browns. It was actually helped the Browns, but it was their version of Joe Asai. Save yeah, it. Okay, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay, I'll save it. this is gonna be. Good. We're gonna do our ultimate Cavs lineups here, but I, I need Jason's got to get something off his chest first. About Jason, no, we, that's good. At the end of the Cavs, we're, we're, okay. yeah. be a perfect segue. Okay. But here's how this came up. You guys heard about the AI chatbot that will write papers? For yeah, you? yeah, it's unbelievable. So, Reflog, who came on the show, take the. Did course. you hear about that, Jay? Uh. Uh-uh. I said you, you should follow this because yeah. the, 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 the the general consensus is that writers are going to be obsolete forever because here's what it can do. It, you give it four keywords. Here's and an it example. Can write you we a, have examples. It's unreal, Jay. It literally. So it, I'm about to be out of a job. Universities are worried that people are going to start writing papers. So it's a. It's called Chatbot G, or Chat GPT. It's an AI bot. So Reflog <laughs> had some fun with it. <laughs> That's great. Let's uh. Let's take the next video, Mike. So you put make a sarcastic Browns tweet, and the green is what the robot came up with. Glad to see the hashtag Browns are continuing the tradition of excellence by losing yet another game. Hashtag NFL. Pretty accurate for robot. Let's go to the next one, Mike. Make a dumb eating bet over the Browns game. The robot says, whoever loses the bet has to eat a spoonful of mustard for every point the losing team loses by. <laughs> That's essentially that, that, what we're going with. And let's see one on, more, Mike. Hold on. Write a paragraph acting like you have inside information on the Cleveland Browns. This is a robot. I'm hearing the Cleveland Browns are planning a major shakeup this offseason. They're targeting several high-profile free agents that have already been in contact with some of the top quarterbacks in the league. They're looking to make a splash in the draft and a blink to some of the top prospects available. It looks like they would be making some big moves to try and turn around their fortunes, so it should be an exciting time to be a Browns fan. That is Browns Twitter in a nutshell. Reflog did all that? He, he put it out. So then I, I replied to Reflog, He's let's say genius. tag board, with simply, this is brilliant. 
So then Reflog responded to that with Anthony, change tag board. Give me a topic for the next Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. <laughs> so, Jason, not only are you out of a job, I'm out of a damn job, too. <laughs> so this, would is make the, the, this is the This is the topic. This is an AI, AI came on with AI it. came with the topic. Who would make the ultimate all-time? Now, you know it's a robot because I would never word it like that. So, yeah, robot, get your swag up. But who would make the ultimate all-time Cleveland this Cavaliers team? Which is well, how the so job here's the began. thing about this technology. With everything it writes, it, it gets, gets better. better. Yeah. It gets smarter. And what it's done is, and here's the real problem with this technology. College students are now using this to write papers that have been yes. submitted to Ivy League professors and they've gotten A's. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a legit it's issue. Error. Where are see, we see going? Here, see, here's I know. I, you know what? I don't, if you're a fan of, and you're, no one here is because you're all too young, but the, the show um, Twilight Zone. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember the episode oh. where we're all replaced by robots? No, I don't think I saw that one. It was a great one. It was everybody's going to be replaced by robots, yeah. and ultimately, it's the end of it's the end of society. It's the end of mankind. <laughs> but th- I've read extensively about this technology because it's so terrifying to me. Yeah. And there's nothing good about it. Uh, I don't. I don't no. see anything good about it. And there are multiple companies. This GPS or whatever GPT, is, and they're and just the first to get there. They're the but first to get there's there. There's hundreds more will, in the pipeline. We will talk the rest about the bots in overtime yeah. after Anthony's take because he may have got this take from a chat G- GPT bot, which you'll learn about. But we have all-time teams, and Jason needs to do something, and Earl no, needs to do something. No, 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 no. Just so, skip that. Well, I want to know G- where we went wrong. No, let's just talk about uh, this. We'll get to it, Jason. We'll do it for right, the end. Right. But okay. G, let's start with your ultimate Cavs team. This is your yeah. starting team. G-, G came up with the – Starting five. And you did a, a secondary five, too, for this. Okay. He did three teams. You asked I, me to do two. I know. I asked everyone for two. G okay. did extra credit for one. So, G, this is your first first team <laughs> of your all-time starting five. You can take it full, Mike. I mean, this is sponsored by Isaac Asimov. This is my, um, <laughs> my, this is my theory of robotics and the laws of robotics right here. This is my death squad. We got uh, Kyrie Irving at point guard, Donovan Mitchell at the two, LeBron at the three, but he's really playing the point guard. See how we got shooters around you him right there? You got three handlers there. Three handlers right there. ISO gods out there. And then we got Kevin Love to space the floor at four, and we got Tristan Thompson who's switching every pick and roll. Get some of that. That's the ultimate death lineup <clears throat> on 2K. You're not losing. It is what it is. You should ask AI what its ultimate Cleveland lineup we should. would be. And G. We're going to take your second team because G gave us a first and second okay. team for his two. Now, now, can there be carryover? So you can take like one guy out? Oh, no, these are all new guys. No, this is – so he did both the questions I asked you guys. Then he gave us a second team for one of the questions. Be- oh, I got it. He went, he went too deep. Guys. Yeah, yes. he did too deep. Because, oh, I love be- that Ron Harper's be- Because where, where I need to go is you got to show depth out here, and I needed to get Anthony's graphics together. We're going to see how he was going to go with Darius Garland. We got him at the point. Mark Price at the two. We need that floor spacing. Listen, Ron Harper, the Swiss Army knife, the young Ron Harper. Wow, he was and, a baller. And Austin Carr. Austin Carr going to get a shot from anywhere. On, and we got Larry Nance as our rim protector, switching on everything. That's the second team death lineup for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I got every single era in there. I got some of the 70s. I got the 80s. You do. You 90s, got it all covered. I got it all covered. What's your third Bang. team look like? You want to show his third yeah, team? Yeah, we'll go made G's the graphic. Let's third see team. It's 111, Mike. This is his all-time lineup. This is my all-time lineup. Oh, this is your number one? This is my lineup. Oh, I thought the first one you showed was your number no, one. No, this is my traditional. Oh, I see what you're <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah. So now, you're blending. Here, you're blending. There's blending. There's Z. I got the seven-footer. I got Big Brad. 
I think, uh, you know, he goes my power forward. And then, I, obviously, you got Donovan and LeBron and, and Kyrie still. So you still get the bigs. This is my 80s lineup. If I want to go against the Knicks, the, some of the big teams of the 80s, sure. that's my that's my all-time lineup by position, no small ball stuff. All right, Jay, you want to go? Are Jason, we, let's take it. All right, so we're doing all-time, not title? Well, this is your title. Oh, well, title team first. This is pretty easy. I picked the guys <laughs> that won the title. <laughs> this was. This took me three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> what? Like Jay did too. I mean, why wouldn't I? Just pick the same like, squad. Well, I mean, like, I was like, oh, the question was, pick a team to win a championship. I'm like, well, how about the team that won a championship? That's what, listen, that's exactly my logic. When I saw it, I'm like, that's easy. I told Anthony right after the guy got the text. So Jay, Jason texted me that yesterday. Does anyone pick this yet? And I was like, no, that's genius. No one's going to pick this. And then I texted Jay, and Jay's what? like, exactly the same this morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 somehow that got lost in my text yesterday. I had All a crazy good. day yesterday. So when I did see it this morning, you reminded me, hey, get this into Anthony. I'm like, give me the 2016 starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I, why would I change why it? Why mess with it? You know, right. You know, I know you could throw Mitchell in there and, and make them better. But, like, to me, it's how the puzzle fits together. That's they exactly played right. well together. They won a title together. And they together. beat a team that was 73-9. and nine. All-time great team. Yeah. So give me on, that team. Yeah. <laughs> you got to win a title, give me that team. Uh, and then here's oh Jason's Did you pick a second one? Team. This is all-time. This list. is my all-time team. I struggled with this one a little bit. Mark Price and Kyrie. I went back and forth. Ultimately, I went with Mark Price because he just played in the wrong era. Like, if he played in today, oh it would God. be unbelievable how many points that man could And most score. people don't understand that. Oh, yeah. He, he, he averaged, like, three and a half threes a game, and now – like they make three and a half threes a game now. Uh, Z and Doherty was really tight for me too. I'm partial to Z because I just I have a relationship with him and I think he's terrific. Uh, Doherty didn't get as many blocks because he played alongside Nance. He was such a willing and able passer for a big man. You'd be amazed at how, how high he ranks on the all-time assist list. AC, I couldn't put Donovan on there. He hasn't been here long enough, so that's why I left Donovan off and went with AC. Uh, tip of the hat to the to history. And by the way, if you're saying wait wait wait, we're Shaq. The, the question was posed, don't go with a player who right. was just, just for great, the like career. Dwayne right. Wade. We're not going to put Dwayne Wade I, on I, I thought about putting Sean Kemp on there. I did, too. He Kemp, was better than you, than you Kemp remember. Kemp could qualified. Yes. Shaq and D. Wade. No. I thought hard. I said, man, that year I had to go back to 98. Yeah, no, he, he did have Sean some, Kemp, some moments Sean Kemp, Larry Nance, and Kevin Love are the yeah. three best power forwards. I, I, this was the easiest exercise that I've done in yeah, the so history this was, of the show. This was your 2016 lineup. Anthony yeah. made the graphics, so we're going to show it because these graphics took a while. Shout out to Anthony for kicking butt on these. And then, Jay, your other one. Yeah, so my other one, um, I, again, I thought this was this was pretty easy for me. Mm. I just went with the second best team in the non, the best non-LeBron team mm-hmm. in Cavaliers history was that 88-89 team. They lost to the Bulls in five on the famous shot, Jordan over Elo in game five. They lost like 101-100 on the buzzer beater. But I, I, this team, to me, it's such a shame that they we couldn't have seen what they could have done moving yeah. forward. It really was the last year Brad Doherty was Brad Doherty. Brad yeah. started getting hurt after that. But I, I wanted to look, because we had the conversation yesterday about how guys today take so many games off. And I'm like, I want to go back, because that was 30 years ago. Um, not quite, no, it was 20. No, it's 30. No, it was 30 years ago. 35. 33 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want to see, like, how, how did they do it? So Mark Price started 75 games. He was hurt. A lot of the games that he missed, I don't know that he was ever a just take a seat. He was hurt seven games. Ron Harper, all 82. I have a question real quick. Yeah. Who is 35? Mike Sanders. Mike Sanders. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something about Mike Sanders. I love Hold Mike up. Sanders. For the record, just 
and I'm a th I just gave Anthony credit, and on this show we give credit where credit's due. That's not a picture of Mike Sanders, is it, Anthony? No, it, it might be. It, it, it looked like a look picture up, of like Bull Bull. Wait, hold on. Go, I thought it was I, Mike Sanders. It is Mike Sanders. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Uh, according to Anthony, that's a picture of Phil Hubbard. Oh, you know what? Uh, it is. is Phil Hubbard. Yeah. Well, how did you put Phil Hubbard? Why did you give me Phil Hubbard? Anthony, why'd you give him Phil Hubbard? Shout out did to I, wait. Did, I want to make sure I gave you all the names. I, I gave you the names. Shout out to Phil Hubbard. He's Sanders, from my city. Sanders played like the first five minutes, and they brought Hot Rod in. Don't well, <laughs> listen. By the by, the end of the year, Hot Rod was start was well. Hot Rod was a bench player. Pretty he much was until very late that year. They started mixing him in. I think when. I don't, I don't know exactly when. It was probably late February or March. He, he got a couple starts. But then in the playoffs, they just started realizing the rotation was better with Hot Rod starting. Yeah. So they had Ron Harper played all 82 games. Ron Harper was a beast. Yep. Uh, Sanders played all 82. Or, in this case, Phil, Phil Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Larry Nance played 73 games, and I went and looked, and there were two stretches that he was hurt. So, again, I don't know that he ever had – Times where he's like, yeah, I'm gonna take the night off, Skip. Yeah. Um, Brad Doherty played 78 games. It was the last time he, you know, played close to a full season. Um, Craig Elo gets honorable mention off that team, um, and Hot Rod Williams. I thought Hot Rod Williams was just tremendous he late was. in the year, and particularly in the playoffs. But that team, that, that was a 57 win team. They finished second in the conference. I believe they finished second in the conference that year. But they had 57 wins. That team just had the misfortune of being around in the Jordan into, era. Yep. You, you know how many, you know how many, I, this is why I always pivot back and forth between, you know, when you ask who's better, LeBron or Jordan. I, you know, one thing that's so impressive about Jordan is you look at the amount of teams that they had and the teams that, if you go back to that era, the Atlanta Hawks had Doc Rivers and, and they had Dominique Wilkins, right. and they were nowhere near. You, you, Philadelphia 76ers had Dawkins. They had uh, Moses Malone. They had guys like uh, Charles Barkley. They never won. And even you, go, as you continue to go on, you look at teams like the Knicks who say they had their best years sure. in the East. Uh, you know, you look at guys like the, the Utah Jazz who went and played them twice and the Blazers. And so all these, the even great the players great players rings in that era because of Michael. It's yep. crazy. It, it yeah. just baffles me. And a lot of them. And then Larry Bird, after a while, Larry Bird never got, never was over the hill anymore. They started beating the Pistons. And when they start beating the Pistons, that, that meant everybody, when you watch that, uh, the, uh, the dream team, you know, Michael, they say, who, who's taking the last shot? <laughs> you say, me, y'all already know who I'm taking the last shot. That was a dumb question. At that point in time. You he, know why it was a dumb question? Because they were never going to be in a situation where they were going to need to take a last shot. Yeah, yeah that was like, kind of funny. It, yeah, they, yeah. They, they were, they roughhoused. They won by 50 points just about every game. And, and it, and it was kind of, and, and I will say this, it was kind of like before it was, you know, don't get it twisted. Magic and Bird were still good athletes, but 
it kind of like you saw the morph of the athlete. Like you like Jordan was the first dudes doing plyometrics or something. Like, like, <laughs> like where did nobody you get was doing that kind of stuff? Yeah, like, I mean, Doctor J did. Yeah, but he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. I mean, Jordan took it to a whole new level. Just the same way LeBron looked like the first dude that was like lifting weights. Like, so everybody, I ain't gonna lift no weights. Yeah, that's mess a tight end now up. playing yeah. like Michael Jordan. Yeah. And now, now he just he's still bull. To this day, I still watch him and I still don't get it. He's going to break the record. I thought we were just talking about this like a, a couple days ago. He's going to break the record in a few days or something. Yeah, he's like within a week or so. He is, Well, he's he's 177 points away. Yeah. He is playing either tonight or tomorrow at MSG. He mm-hmm. did not play against Brooklyn last night. Which was odd. Tonight. He's playing tonight. He's yeah. playing tonight. It was back-to-back. So. And how much is he Which brings him? us real quick. He's 177 away. Back-to-back brings us right to the point Jason and I were going back and one of the coolest parts of this job is now I just get to text really smart people with takes, and they tell me if I'm smart or not. We get discussed. <laughs> now it. just do it. Just text AI. Uh, well, now I could do that. But me and Jason got into a little conversation yesterday about the load management rest, what the NBA wants to do to kind of fix this issue. And Jason, if you want to enlighten us on some of your yeah, thoughts. Is that what you were really screaming at us yesterday? Yeah, well, no, I was screaming about it? the 49ers. You guys are nuts, oh, but we don't have time to get into that. Jason it. agrees with me for the record. You, got, you guys are on insane. what? I don't even know what we're talking about. About they didn't have the right four-string quarterback. It's the four, I don't want to get into it. Oh, yeah, that okay. I thought that was a silly argument anyhow. Um, so in terms of like how you fix this thing, I, I think you guys were really close yesterday in what you were talking about. To me, you have to eliminate back-to-backs. That's gonna take. That's gonna remove the crutch because all these coaches. Then you gotta cut 82. You well, 82. no. So it, this is. I'm gonna condense this down. Steve Kerr sat everyone here at Golden State. They were on a back-to-back. They lost at Boston the night before. LeBron sat last night as a back-to-back. They're playing tonight. The Clippers were on a back-to-back and playing t- uh, three games in four nights. So that's the excuse that coaches go to. It's a back-to-back. We have to rest our guys. They have more data now. These guys wear these body sensors, and they tell them when they're running in the red, when they're at risk for injury. Right. So that's when they sit guys down. Because Mike said, could you take a week off before you start the playoffs? And now everyone's nice and rested. That doesn't solve it because you're worried about January when they're running in the red and their bodies are weak. Like teams have done all of these sleep studies now. Now they stay in cities an extra night rather than fly that night after the games. They stay there now and they fly the next morning trying to give guys more rest. And, and so it's become this really? big the, thing. The Warriors didn't do that. It depends on the schedule. Uh, sometimes they stay over, sometimes okay. they don't. I don't okay. know what goes into the reasoning, but I know NBA teams are staying They're over starting to do that in, more. in cities after games now than they ever did before. So to me, you have to eliminate back-to-backs. That, that you're never going to get them to play all 82. You're never going to. You could cut the schedule to 72. They're still going to sit, guys. But if you eliminate the back-to-backs, that takes out a lot of but the I, reasoning. What I'm saying is that is that mathematically possible? Judge well, so now, season. so here's the flip side. Because now it. you got 164 days so to you, play now the regular season. Well, now you're extending the season. But also, I don't think you need two and a half months to play the postseason. Like, it, yeah, the NBA either. postseason goes on forever. So here's yeah. what – this has been kind of kicked around, something I, I was also thinking about. Give the team – at least maybe in the finals, you can go 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, one, one for the finals. All the other rounds – 2 go, three, 2 No, 2-2-3. Two, two, oh, okay. Yeah, and give, have... give the team home court advantage. Give them five, five. home games. Yeah. And you're real, now you've got something to play for. Now you're incentivizing teams – to get one of those top yeah, four Yeah, but you're almost well, never going to have upsets But But, but, why, but why, why don't they just move back to five games? Why do you need the one well, versus, eight to, one versus I mean, eight to be seven games? The first round yeah. used to be five. You can make – my point is there's a lot of fat to trim in the postseason. Or you could cut that way the back. The postseason almost loses my attention. It's two and a half months. It's just too long. In the early rounds, you have two, three days between games. It's insane. So there's a lot of fat you could trim. You could narrow that down, extend the regular season – 
condense the postseason a little bit. I think that there's room, but but ultimately you have to get to eliminating the back-to-backs. I think is the crux of this, this, and they've tried that in the past. Somebody brought this up. They saw our discussion yesterday, and they said, well, I've got an idea, and I had never heard this before. Why don't we go to a six-team play? Forget the nonsense. When is a seven or an eight ever won it? Never. Never. Thank you. Never going to. Then why are we playing them? Money. You more want to playoff make, games. But, but now we make it more interesting, and you do it like baseball does it. Give the one and twos buys. Three plays six. Four plays five. You're immediately into the conference semifinals. You condense yep. the playoffs by a month, maybe more. Yeah. And now you can take in the regular season instead of having 82 games in 135 days or 140 days, whatever it comes out to. Now you can do that. You can assure that you never – I don't think you should have a back-to-back. I don't think that should – that's just insane. Yeah. It's just craziness. So a seven isn't going to win. An eight isn't going to win. Let's stop the madness. But they're going to generate TV dollars and extra playoff series. And they're, I don't think they're ever going to go away from that. The other thing I was wondering – just greed. And I, I just like spitballing this last night. I don't, I don't know the, the logistics of the scheduling, but – in the, east, in the East, you play teams four times, twice at home, twice on the road. Yeah. So when Boston comes here, play them on Monday and Wednesday. Now you're done with Boston. Well, that's smart. You'd cut ah. down on the travel. You cut down on the and travel like you, baseball does. You can't do it on the West necessarily, ah. but in the West, a lot of times, all those are clumped together anyway. It's a West Coast trip. I like that. West teams come Coast east. Sign. So Toronto comes here. You play them Tuesday and Thursday. You're done with Toronto. You go to Toronto. You play them on a Sunday and a Tuesday. And by the way, now you're done with Toronto. It's like baseball. It gives coaches a better opportunity to get prepared for playoff series when you're going to play the same team seven times right. in 13 days. I like that. I like that And a it lot. really condenses down on the travel. I also, oh. I, I, I do think to get rid of the seven and eight seeds, yep. give the one and twos buys, gives them something to play for. Yep. The three plays the six, the four plays the five, and you're automatically the conference semifinals. And these are the teams that have a chance to win it anyhow. Ultimately, and I'll put a bow on it with this, it's not going to, teams are not incentivized right now to do, like they don't care. No. Because they've just made, I think it was $25 billion or $250 billion, some insane number off the television contracts yeah. from ESPN and TNT. As long as that money's coming in, they don't care. They don't care. So, yeah. And they don't care about the players' health either. They'll pretend they nah. do, but they don't. Uh, Earl is with us because today is January 31st, and we understand that's a pretty special day to you. Yeah, very, very special day. So that's day. your final take. Very special day. So January 31st, 2018, uh, if you see my chain, it's a picture of my dad. I lost my dad April 4th, 2018. Uh, he reached 2 million miles. My dad was a truck driver. Wow. Drove 18 wow. uh, wheelers for over 25 years. 2 million miles is equivalent to two times around this entire United States. He did that with no accidents, no tickets, getting every load to its destination safely. Hmm. The significance of that is he did that on my daughter's 10th birthday. Uh, today, my daughter is 15. Ayana, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday to let you know how proud I am of you. Uh, the young lady that you're becoming, the athlete, the little entrepreneur, you got a, a 4.0 GPA. Everything that you're doing, keep doing it. They say a measure of a parent is when your kids turn out better than you. And I just want you to know, I think that you're 20 times better than me right now. Don't ever stop being who you are. Keep striving for greatness and just keep pushing us the uh, envelope forward at all times. I love you. That's it. That's plenty. That's strong, brother. That's awesome, man. That's strong. Two, mi- two million miles. Two million miles. So it's 25,000 miles around the globe. 25,000. So that's almost 10 trips 
around yeah. the globe. I got a picture of it on my Twitter. When you go to my Twitter, you will see it. And, and how, how did how did he inspire you to get into the game? And my dad was a legend to me. You know, a lot of people look at these athletes and they get so angry when they like mess up and make mistakes because they idolize them. You know, that's their role model, not for me. You know, my dad was legendary. He was a hardworking man, a man's man. And when my father passed away, it just put something in me to, you got one life to live. Mm. And this thing comes and goes pretty fast. I don't want to be looking up from my grave, wondering what I could have done or wishing that I could have done X, Y, and Z. My dad is my biggest inspiration and motivation to this day. It just sucks he can't physically see this phase of my life. Well, I'll tell yeah. you this, he's looking down on you with pride because I know your mother's had some health issues lately. Yeah. And it makes my, it brings so much joy to my heart when I hear you talk about not having to help take care of mom, but getting to take care of mom. Yeah. He's, he's proud of the man that you are, and we're proud of you. you you're, you know, you're a good dude, brother. Yeah, so are you, man. Thanks. So you. And I, my math is horrible. That's almost 100 times around the globe. Yeah. It, it, 2.5 million times would be 100 yeah. times around the globe. Crazy. So, to do it on uh, her birthday. You that's know, pretty cool. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like his, his, his last morning. Happy birthday, yeah. Pops. Happy birthday. Well done. Thank you. Very man. well done. Uh, you want to wrap it up? Stipe tomorrow. Nice. DM me topics. And we're going to have a good one. I'm excited for Stipe. I'm a big UFC fan. so Yeah, he's I'm a great, great hey, guy. Could, too. Now, if you put on all the guard and the gear, would you let him punch you in the stomach with the pads on McNuggets? Yeah. We got to go. Yeah. I told oh. McNuggets he should stand in front of Stipe and try to say Kyle Hogan the proper way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it so fast, he don't know what, what, what hit him. Yeah, cool. See, Peyton, can touch me. I'm Peace. suing you. Don't touch my body. Overtime. Anthony, See you tomorrow. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, Anthony's about to get roasted on overtime. <laughs>